0: Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only a total wine and more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly B21. Hi,
1: I'm Kristen McGlory, lifelong genius hunter. For a decade, I've been unearthing the recipes that have changed the way we cook. Now, on the Genius Recipe Tapes, we go behind the scenes with the geniuses themselves. And we get to hear from you. On today's episode, I had the joy of talking with Nadia Hussein, TV star, novel and cookbook author, and mom to three. Oh yeah, and she also won the sixth season of a certain quirky British baking competition. You know the one. And while she has a new book coming out in the U.S. in a couple weeks, Nadia bakes. and toward the end of the episode, we will talk to her about some of her favorite, very genius-sounding recipes from it, what I haven't stopped thinking about is this salad recipe of hers that features, get ready for it, kiwi. The whole kiwi.
0: I had only recently discovered a few years ago that you can actually eat a kiwi with the skin still on, and I was like, "What? How is that even possible?" Because the texture of a kiwi is definitely unique. The outside kind of—I'm not sure if it's hairy or if it wants to be a coconut. We're not sure. It's just <laughs> a bit like it feels like the kind of thing you would use to, you know, scour your pans. Um, and and um, so yes, for me that was like, "What?" I had no idea you could eat the. F-? And I found out on Instagram uh, through somebody that I follow that they eat the peel. And I thought, wow.
1: Okay. I just want to quickly break in and say that I asked Nadia later who this literal influencer was, who encouraged her to try kiwi skin for the first time. And it was Greg Rutherford, the Olympic long jumper. So you can follow him too for more produce secrets and weightlifting content. Okay. Back to Nadia.
0: Of course I had kiwi at home. I was like, I'm going to try this. And I've got to say it was the it was the weirdest, most wonderful thing I've ever tried because I would, you know, when your mind expects you to hate it, your mind Mm -hmm. already decided that this is the way it's going to feel and this is the way it's going to taste. Well, in all fairness, it ticked all of those boxes. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is as weird as I imagined it would be, but it is still really delicious. And it actually eating the Um, the exterior of a kiwi doesn't take away from the kiwi. If anything, it saves you a bit of time because can Mm -hmm. I just say kiwis are not the most, when they're ripe, they're not the most fun thing in the world to peel. Um, And they're also not as fun to kind of scoop out. They've made many a mess in, in our house and I just, they're not, they're not fun all the time. So actually the thought that I don't have to peel it and I can just chop it up was amazing. So now my kids take kiwi to school and they will just chomp it up and Again, many heads turn, but they are also educating their peers.
1: So I love this notion that you can overcome an aversion to food, not just because you were wrong about it, but even because you were right and you actually like that thing that you were so scared of in the first place. That was my experience, too, with biting into a kiwi's fuzzy skin the first time. But it's this salad that made me a true believer.
0: Then there comes that kind of weird world of why am I putting this thing in a salad with um, oil and tahini and feta and and for me often ingredients when somebody tells me that a certain ingredient can only be used a certain way that to me is a challenge like I don't like it when I get told. That's how you should be eating it. Well, actually, who who deci- Whoever decided that that's how we should eat it, surely somebody else can defi- decide differently. And and I think, and I think that's where I love writing recipes just like this. Is that just because we've been told something has to be eaten a certain way doesn't mean that that's exactly how it should always be. And somebody has to make that change. And somebody has to make that leap to try something different. And granted, a lot of recipes like this that I write, people are unsure. They're like, really, is that going to work? And actually, it's that curiosity that makes them want to do it. And actually, what's lovely about the whole thing is that their curiosity and their need to prove me wrong actually is really it's really wholesome and great because they they don't prove me wrong. In fact, they're like, oh, I quite like this. Um, and that, that for me is the most enjoyable bit.
1: So I realize that this might be sending some of your spidey senses into overdrive. Those of you who can't stand the fuzz on a peach, because do not fret. Nadia overcame that too.
0: I used to be a bit like that, actually. I used to not enjoy the kind of fuzzy texture of a peach. And my dad was like big on fruit. Whenever he said, I'm getting you a treat, it would be a box of fruit, which he clearly didn't understand what a treat meant, but um, <laughs> he would buy us fruit. And so I used to hate that, you know, that feeling of, it feels like you're you're, you're chewing at the first mouthful when you have to bite through that fuzzy Exterior, it feels like you're you're about to chew the leg of your teddy bear off, (laughs) (laughs) which isn't a fun sensation. Um, but I remember my dad, I remember saying, I don't want to eat it, I don't like the fuzzy uh bits on the outside. My dad then just washed it. Mm. And it's really weird when you when you take something like a kiwi or a peach and run it under some water, it takes away that fuzzy, that kind of fuzzy exterior. Um, And so that's what I do with kiwis, with peaches. I just run them under some water and it doesn't be, it just feels like a wet towel instead of dry (laughs) one.
1: (laughs) You know, I was thinking that actually about your salad. I had that same reaction that you did of like thinking I was not going to like it, like, and then biting in and being surprised and delighted by it. Um, And I think part of that even more so than biting a kiwi you know straight off through the skin having it coated in the dressing even more i think made it palatable cuz it kind of like smoothed down the hairs like a like a pomade or a styling gel yeah 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 <laughs>
0: well it's very much like wetting a kiwi or washing it under some water or washing a peach under water it's exactly the same once it's covered in dressing you don't and you've got all of those other textures going on in the actual salad you don't actually notice that it's still got the skin on but you've got all the goodness of the fiber and the nutrients in the skin that you would have normally just chucked in the bin
1: just to confirm it's not just that you can eat the skin and you should eat the skin it's that in eating kiwi this way in a salad full of so many textures and flavors it really wouldn't be nearly as good without the crunchy little pop of the skin it would be sort of like eating guacamole without the chip Now it's time to hear about the true test though. I wanted to know if Nadia's three kids were resistant at all to this idea or if they were all in
0: like her. Oh no, they were all in, all in. My little girl was uh, less in. She was a bit more one foot through the door and the other still safely on the other side. So um, she is naturally quite cautious. Uh, By nature, she's cautious and risk averse. So she kind of Thought about it but when she watched us do it she was like okay i'll give it a go and and we haven't looked back since they always eat kiwi with the they will know no different you know like their children will grow up thinking that you eat kiwi with the skin on and 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 maybe it'll be normal one day (laughs) we try
1: if you're game to try but want a gentler entryway into the world of eating kiwi skins you can definitely try just rubbing it gently with a clean damp towel or scrubbing it with a vegetable brush, or even scraping it lightly with a spoon. But I really recommend just going for it. And if you're feeling adventurous, give it a quick rinse and take a bite, just like you would an apple. But Nadia has a few more ideas beyond that.
0: Oh, gosh, I love um, I love dropping them in. I, I love making ice lollies out of them. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so um, I what I tend to do is I take a whole kiwi, um, and then I pop a stick into them and then I freeze them. And what you, what you're left with is a delicious, um, because kiwi is much like grape when it, when grapes and, and blueberries, when they're frozen, they take on a very sorbet like texture. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is I just pop a stick in them and then pop them in the freezer on days like this when it's really warm and then, uh, give them to the kids. And, um, they are like eating little, like a little kiwi sorbets with the skin on.
1: That's amazing. Delicious. Wow. Okay. I'm doing that for my daughter.
0: But for my little, when they were little, I used to just slice them up. So I would just slice them up, mm. pop them on a tray and then let them, um and then just, they would use their hands to eat little bits of kiwi. But now they're bigger. I just kind of, I don't even put the sticks in anymore. They're so big. <laughs> I don't even put sticks in them. They just like chomp on <laughs> these frozen kiwis. Delicious. Really good. Absolutely. Like, they take on this gorgeous sorbet texture. And then you've got the pop of the little seeds inside as well. So... Really great texture. So
1: I did freeze kiwis a couple different ways, and my two-year-old daughter was into them. We took a little video of the encounter. Uh, look at this. What the heck is this? Yeah, what's that? Oh, And this the big one. hmm I want to eat the king. Okay. As you can hear... At first, she only wanted the frozen slices, and then she actually just started licking the skin off of the whole one. So it just goes to show how powerful perception is. She ate it without questioning because she's new enough to the world that she didn't know any different. Okay, now, if we don't have to peel a kiwi, what other fruits and vegetables could we be maximizing? Nadia was full of ideas.
0: Yeah. So I do, I tend not to peel my carrots mm-hmm. because I just think, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like what, why, what it doesn't need, it just needs to be washed. I don't know why we're peeling. I don't know why we're peeling carrots. It doesn't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually I really like the kind of uh, when you peel a carrot, you get that smooth exterior. And I really like when you get that kind of rough, kind of uneven texture exterior of a a, a, on a carrot that I really enjoy so I don't peel carrots um if I don't have to then I won't peel a potato um I'm trying to think what else I don't peel I pretty much don't peel anything if I don't have to
1: I'm totally with you I avoid it at all costs (laughs) especially tomatoes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even like when, when a recipe needs a smooth tomato, I just grate the tomato. Then you grate all Mm -hmm. the exterior. So you don't have to even think about worrying about dipping it in water and peeling it. So you just grate the whole thing. And then you've got no, then you've got a smooth tomato paste.
1: Hey, it's Kristen. If you are enjoying this conversation with Nadia as much as I did, don't worry. She will be back right after the break. In the meantime, you can head over to the Genius Recipe Tapes and hit subscribe so you don't miss out on other conversations like this one. Like my recent conversation with Ruthie Rogers, the co-founder of the River Cafe in London, about the origins of their legendary flamingo pink sorbet, which uses, oh yes, a whole blitzed up lemon, which was the very first Genius Recipe that I ever wrote about 10 years ago. In the second half of this episode, Nadia and I will discuss a time-saving salad dressing trick and another magic ingredient that she loves, intentionally melted ice cream. Not just in what I would have called ice cream soup as a kid, but as a smart baking shortcut. Stay right there. You won't want to miss it. When I first got into learning more about cooking, it really felt like there were a lot of ways to get salads wrong. That I really needed to be learning how to emulsify vinaigrettes, that I really needed to be so careful not to underdress or overdress, and that I had to be ready to serve it immediately or it would turn into a wilty mess. This is no way to live. So at a certain point, I started to find joy in just refusing to emulsify. And now with another brilliant time-saving trick, Nadia just gave me permission to be even more rebellious.
0: What I tend to do is uh, when I make a dressing for a salad, often when it's a big salad like that, it's because I'm having people around or you know i'm always kind of short of time so i want to do things really quickly and you know often fridge space is at the at a bare minimum so i'm like okay how can i do this really quickly um and so what i love to do with with all my salads is i like to make the dressing um in the base of the bowl because if you dress your salad before it's time to eat everything gets really soggy and wilted and it kind of loses its crisp freshness so what i like to do is the reason why i always make my salad dressings in the bottom of the bowl is that um when i add my, when I add the contents of the salad on top of the dressing, I then don't mix it in. I just pop it in the fridge. And when it's ready to eat, then I'll kind of stir everything through. Then you you kind of retain the kind of crisp freshness of the salad contents, but it's all dressed really well. And you will have saved on your washing up. It's all about saving on the washing up.
1: Wow. Um, And so you would do that even with like a leafy green salad too?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Even with a leafy green salad, I would, especially if I'm doing a salad for the kids, say for instance, if I'm doing a salad for their lunch, I always pop the dressing in the bottom of the uh, salad bowl. And then when they're ready to eat, with all their salad already on top, they just give it a really good shake and then their salad's dressed.
1: This was fascinating. I figured that the kiwi salad was a perfect contender for Nadia's one bowl dressing trick because even if you ended up with extra dressing, not only because of my... Whole kiwi fuzz pomade theory, but because kiwis and cucumbers are strong things, they are not going to will or let a dressing dominate them. But I wouldn't have thought to do it with fragile lettuce leaves, which must be one last salad rule that I was apparently clinging to. So I asked Nadia, how is it that we can get away with not babying our green salads?
0: Um, I, think, I think it's trial and error more than anything else. I think if you're the kind of person, I know lots of people who order salads, and they will um, say, can I have the dressing on the side, then, you know, maybe, you know, so it's all trial and error, you know, how much you like, you know, how little you like. Um, And so, you know, you make as much or as little dressing as you want, in the base of your bowl, don't make the dressing at all, you know, it depends on make the dressing in a separate bowl, in a jar, whatever, whatever suits you. And the whole point of sharing these recipes is that you get to take something that I've made and make it your own. And that's really important. You know, I'm not I'm not really kind of strict about, well, this is my recipe and this is exactly how you should do it. You know, I'm just giving you ideas. I'm giving you inspiration and giving you confidence to know that you can have something delicious. I mean, the rest is up to you. So if, if you don't like lots of dressing, absolutely reduce the amount of dressing that you have um, or increase the amount of salad contents. So, so, you know, the contents of the salad. So, you know, a bit of a bit of a balance.
1: I think it also helps that this particular dressing is so good that you might just want to drink it too.
0: Yes, it is very good. It's very (laughs) delicious, this dressing. And it works so well with the kiwi and the feta. It just works. Everything just there's a little bit of everything. So your kids like the salad too? Love it. They love it. They absolutely love it. Because I think with a salad like this where you're kind of hitting all those flavor notes, the sweet, the sour, the sharp, the kind of acidity, once you get what and you've got a bit of crunch, uh, I think once you've kind of hit all of those notes in a salad, um, it's hard not to like it. Because I'm not, I'll be honest, I am not the kind of, like, I don't love a salad. Like salad, salads can become an afterthought, they can become such an afterthought. So for me, when I make a salad, it's with all the bells and whistles and all the, like, it has to be the best salad you've ever eaten in your life. That's That for me is the kind of salad you want to be eating. And so for me, this is that kind of salad. It has a little bit of everything, a little bit of every kind of flavor profile, but also it's got the element of fun because we've got kiwi in there. But anyone who's never had a um, kiwi in a savory salad, this is going to be completely new for them. And and my kids love it. My kids love that there are literally no rules in our kitchen. They love it. Oh, do you know what? I think lots of people want to hear when, when I get asked that question, I think lots of people say, you know, persist and, keep at it and and and. You, but the truth is um ch- children people kind of lead by example if they see you're really enjoying something then they naturally will go for whatever you know you enjoy um and it's so easy like it's so easy for us to kind of just kind of say oh well this is really good for you while we chomp away and the kids think but it's really important for the kids to see us eating and I'm a firm believer in leading by example and um of all three of my kids I had one that used to be a fussy eater and I used to get really stressed about the whole thing and say oh you've you've got to eat this or you've got to finish this you've got to try this but the truth is that never worked and it was the moment I backed away and allowed him to just explore himself and just watch that we enjoy it and that we eat it and it's not killing us <laughs> he eventually kind of just took to it now I can't stop him now he eat everything so <laughs> I think it, patience I think patience is the key and People, children, all, you know, we all need examples to be led by. And I think if you enjoy something, your children do eventually enjoy it. You just have to, I think we have to have patience.
1: So about Nadia's latest book, Nadia Bakes, it is full of ideas that will not take all that much patience for you or your family to adopt. A couple that immediately grabbed me as genius were a blueberry lavender scone pizza and a pumpkin pie that's actually a carrot tart. Here is Nadia on her favorite, if she had to pick a favorite.
0: Ah, uh, there was some really well. One, if I was going to pick out a few, and there are so many, it's like picking your favorite child, which is nearly impossible. Which is impossible. So, um, one of my favorite recipes in the book has to be the um, croissant bread and butter, uh, the croissant pudding, which is basically made of defrosted ice cream, because with a bread and pr- with a bread and butter pudding, you would normally have um, a custard that you make from scratch. But what I love about this recipe is that actually what you're doing is you're taking um, a, uh, you're taking an ice cream, which is essentially a custard base that's been frozen and going backwards. So you're taking the frozen custard and then you're reversing the process, defrosting mm-hmm. it and then adding it to your bread and butter pudding, which for me is one of my favorite recipes because it's quick, it's simple, it's easy perfect for a novice baker and just gives you confidence in the kitchen and you get something gorgeous and delicious at the end of it and and it feels like magic so that has to be one of my favorite recipes
1: and now here are some of our listeners magical uses for fruit peels hi this is anita from anita's yogurt in brooklyn and my
2: favorite way to use fruit peels is to slice a lemon freeze the slices whole, and throw a slice of frozen lemon in my smoothies with the peel, the pith, everything but the seeds. And the first time I tried it, I was so shocked that it was not bitter at all. It adds so much flavor and tartness. It's just like the perfect note in a smoothie, and now I can't live without it. My name is Amy, and I'm a producer over at Food 52. When I first heard Nadia talk about eating the kiwi skins, um, my world was turned upside down. Only because I've been eating kiwis my entire life. Uh, My dad always taught me to cut them in half and just scoop it out with a spoon, and I never knew there was another way to eat them. I was so eager to try it and introduce kiwis to my one-and-a-half-year-old son. He had never had a kiwi before, and just as I suspected since... He doesn't know any better. He ate it right up. Skin and all.
1: Thanks for listening, and my thanks to Nadia Hussein, author of many cookbooks and host of many cooking shows, all inspiring us to have more fun and make our own rules. Most recently in Nadia Bakes, which is out in the US July 27th. Our show is put together by Coral Lee with support from Emily Hanhan and Amy Schuster. If you have a genius recipe to share that surprised you and changed the way you cook, I would always love to hear from you at genius at 52com And if you like the genius recipe tapes and want more of our absolutely unapologetic cooking nerdery, do take a sec to rate us, leave us a review and subscribe if you haven't already. All of it helps. Talk to you soon.